Welcome to this edition of Cause Collective Radio from KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD. This is Josh Planos with the Better Business Bureau. I'm joined today by my co-host, Lacey Bolte from Nebraska AIDS Project. And our wonderful guest today is Randy Jones, Director of Aging Partners. Uh, this show was created to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits or members of Cause Collective. To learn more about Cause Collective, and how we help our members better serve the community. Visit our website at www.causecollectivelincoln.org. While you are there, you can also sign up for our free newsletter to read all about what our members are doing and how you can support them. Just click on Community Newsletter under the Community Outreach button. As I mentioned, today we are joined by Randy Jones, Director of Aging Partners. Uh, To get us started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Randy? Yeah, Josh. I'm a graduate of Nebraska Wesleyan. I went to school there. I was born and raised in Lincoln, um, local guy. And um, right out of college, I started working for the American Red Cross and served for 34 years uh, in that in that organiza- wonderful organization. And during that time, uh, I served uh, in a number of communities as dr- in director positions and executive director positions. We returned back to Lincoln um, to raise our family uh, as we started having a, a child and just glad we came back to Lincoln. Uh, this this position, uh, I was, uh, my last three years with the National Red Cross was just that, focused on national issues. And so this position became open and uh, was very excited uh, uh, to um, be able to be accepted in this position with Aging Partners. What would you say the best part of your job is currently? Well, the absolute best part is working with the very talented and professional staff. We have staff that have been here working uh, passionately in their jobs for 20 plus years. And and I, I mean that sincerely. Their jobs are very difficult. They deal with people um, that are uh, senior in age that are faced with a lot of um, challenges and our staff handle that in a very professional and talented way. They, you know, the thing that also makes the uh, best part of my job is, is seeing the differences that they're making in older people's lives. You know, as you get older and older in, um, in your age, you begin facing physical challenges, financial challenges, and through aging partners, we really make that process a lot easier to go through and seeing that impact is, is really thrilling. We are we are in the midst of a major project called Victory Park and that's what that is what's really driving me on a daily basis. Um, Victory Park is a new development on the east side of Lincoln and it's on the campus of the old Veterans Administration and we will occupy two buildings on that site and what we'll be doing is pulling our services together so that seniors can access our services from single location. Um, we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of services there that include a health and fitness center, so that seniors can improve their health and uh, prepare their health for for balance. Um, we'll have provide new 
nutritious and delicious meals through our dining program there. We'll have classes for caregivers and we have a, a large number of caseworkers and social workers that are there to, to help people navigate through the aging process. And we're really excited that we're gonna be in that building by the end of April. That is very exciting. Um, as we all know, it takes a village uh, to make things like this happen. Uh, can you talk us through a little bit how that transition uh, came about and uh, maybe some of the community partners that you've worked with to, uh, to make that transition possible? Yeah, you know, this, this came out of a vision that um, was developed pre-2010. Um, and it was, a, it was a vision to bring these services together and to provide a facility that can meet the growing aging population. We expect the aging population to increase by 50% by the year of 2050. And so how do we um, leverage our services so that we can continue to meet a demand, increased demand um, for serving that population? Well, this was the vision that came out of the Seniors Foundation at the time. And um, my uh, predecessor, uh, June Peterson, and from there they started that process. Uh, because it's VA grounds, the Veterans Administration had to endorse the project and its use. Developer had to come in and agree to manage the project and to support it with uh, building facilities outside of what we're focused on. So together, uh, we were working on that, like I said, before 2010. And once we got to about 2015, we really, it really slowed down. We, we were not getting the attention on the project that we had, had hoped for. So our team went to Washington, D.C., met with the Veterans Administration. Senior officials, uh, Senator Fisher stepped in to make sure that we got some attention. And they came back with a... Um, a commitment from the VA to enter into it, what's called an enhanced use lease, which basically will provide a lease to aging partners without charge uh, for 40 years, which will be a tremendous benefit to us financially. Um, I, you know, if I started to name the other players involved, I, I would, I would skip people. It, it, you're right. It, really has taken a village to to uh, to reach us to this point. That's uh, pretty darn incredible. Um, what an opportunity for, for Lincoln really in our future and April can't come soon enough, I'm sure for the big opening to happen. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the services and who's eligible for services and how they can connect with you? Sure, so we, um, we receive a lot of our funding through the Older Americans Act. That's a federal act that is was uh, was drafted in 1971 to serve people over 60 years old. So that's been the primary focus of our services. Um, and so our services are available to anyone that's over 60 years old at any income level. Um, we do provide what's called a information referral or aging and disability resource center that provides information to other people. Maybe it's a caregiver uh, who's caring for a senior, or maybe it's a person with a disability that needs some support. That aging and disability resources will provide services to any age. 
but when we when we look at the variety of our programming that that older americans act requires that for services that they fund we provide it without charge to the general public uh, if they're over 60 so that um, that might include attendance to some of our classes or participation in our health and fitness classes or dining in our lunchroom um, those can be offered free of charge but we do offer people the opportunity to contribute a voluntary contribution um, when they when they feel that they can but we don't want that to get in the way of people accessing our services the biggest program that we have at aging partners is called medicaid waiver and that program you ha you do have to meet some medicaid eligible requirements to participate there and basically if you qualify for medicaid waiver you're in poverty um, you may still own a house you may still own a car and medicaid is okay with that as long as you're using them but basically your financial assets have been totally used well people want to as much as they can to grow older and sometimes grow to the end of their life in their own homes versus going into a nursing home so this program is designed for people that would normally go to a nursing home but we can provide support through some providers to go into the home and help them remain in their home under medicaid um, and we have almost a thousand clients right now in our seven seven county area that are served by that program but that's an example of a program where you do have to meet uh, some financial requirements is there a favorite client story that jumps out to you when you think about encapsulating the mission of aging partners and maybe one that you know um res resonated with you more than uh I'm sure that you have you have many to draw from, but something that sticks out. Well, you know, something that I, I, um, no kidding, I think of this almost on a daily basis, and it makes the hair go up on my neck. Um, when when I first came on board as director here, I wanted to see the services being provided in the field, and 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 be able to feel the services and what we're doing and the impact we're making. And we played a visit to. Uh, a rural home uh, where um, a senior was bedridden and con uh, confined to the bed and was reliant on someone to feed them, bathe them, um, change their clothing. And, and this person was um, cared for in so much of a better way than they would have outside of the home. And partially it's because their daughter was providing the, the assistance. The daughter was a retired nurse and she was able to invest her time in, in caring for her mother. And when I was there, I was so impressed with the cleanliness, what appeared to be the, the um, as healthy as the senior could be under the circumstances. They had a lot of medical issues. And I said to the daughter, I said, you know, <laughs> your mother is really um, uh, lucky to have you here providing this type of service. It, obviously, you're doing a great job. And she came back at me so quickly and she said, 
um, she said, it's, I'm, she said, my mother is not the lucky one. She says, I'm the lucky one. I am so privileged to be able to provide this help to my mother who raised me and provided so much help to me as a child. And that, that stuck with me that, um, but th that's just one of many, many, many examples of what our professional staff deal with on a daily basis. And I'm glad to know that with our services, we're able to provide that opportunity for that to happen. Otherwise, this person would be in the nursing home. Um, and there's some great nursing homes out there, but this is, uh, she's, she's where she wants to be. She's in an environment that she's used to. She's with family. It's the absolute best place where this, uh, this uh, older person could, could live. That's an example. That's just such an incredible story, Randy. Thanks thanks for sharing. And in case you're just joining us, this is Cost Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD. And today we're talking with Randy Jones, the director from Aging Partners. And we're talking a little bit about their services and some new exciting things upcoming here very soon. And I'm just wondering, Randy, um, if folks are inspired by what you have to say today. Is Are there volunteer opportunities or ways that folks can connect with you, community members can connect with you? We, you know, we do have, we have a great opportunity that it, in, way, in a way can give people that experience of, of seeing uh, uh, and, and, and forming relationships with seniors. And it's called our Neighbor Link Program. During COVID, we had a lot of seniors that were isolated in their own homes for their own safety or uh, for the comfort level, did not want to leave their homes. So we formed this volunteer program where volunteers go to the home of a senior and provide the support that they've agreed upon. So in some cases, the senior is relying on them to get library books or maybe get groceries or maybe just to talk on the phone and have a conversation once in a while to reduce loneliness. We formed that program during the COVID time period and it was so successful that we've continued that. The volunteers are background checked. They're not allowed to go into the homes of seniors, but many of these relationships that formed a couple of years ago have continued because of the benefit that not just the senior, but also the volunteer experiences. That's the one opportunity I would really recommend for uh, for people interested in volunteering. If you want to participate in that or, or volunteer for that, um, I would encourage people to call us and the number is 441-7070. Every nonprofit organization has misconceptions that they need to navigate and uh, an opportunity, right, to turn those into conversations. What would you say are the biggest misconceptions about aging partners and the work that you and your team do? Um, I think there's there's a couple misconceptions. And, and one is that we only serve people in poverty. Uh, we do serve many people in poverty, but you know, aging, uh, <laughs> aging is a social economic leveler. Um, it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank or what your history is or what color you are or what your culture is, um, you face many of the same aging um, 
challenges as you get older. And so I think one of the misconceptions is that you have to be uh, in poverty to get our services. And that's not the case. So I'll give you an example. We have a new health and fitness center at our Victory Park location. And this is this is really cool. The equipment that we brought in now, um, and this is called the Schmeeding Center for Active Living. Uh, the new equipment is air-driven. So if you imagine a um, equipment that helps with strength training, whether it's for your shoulders or maybe it's for your legs uh, or maybe it's for your abdomens, but they're, they're designed to provide services to seniors and you can um, exercise the, the strength or the resistance on it with air, it's air powered. So you don't have to struggle through the challenges of moving weights behind you. <clears throat> Sometimes those that kind of equipment can be dangerous. Um, but that fitness center is available to, to anyone over 60 years old uh, for a voluntary contribution. So we're, we're not just available for, for seniors. And the other misconception or the other thing that I wanted to um, um, express is that <clears throat> until you start to reach the uh, an age where you're starting to have challenges with your your physical body or or your mental um, or until you're a caregiver providing service you you really don't know the challenges that you're going to face um, particularly as a caregiver I'm a caregiver myself and I had no clue, even working in gerontology, I had no clue of what I would experience as a caregiver. Um, we wanna be on people's radar every single day about that and the future that they and their families will go through. And the time to prepare for that is early as now before you get into those senior years. Um, so, the misconception, I think, is that we're only available for uh, for people in poverty. But secondly, we're also available for all families, in including caregivers, in terms of providing uh, help and support for them. You know, you talked about volunteer opportunities, and uh, this is somewhat related to this. I would encourage people that have some interest in helping others or helping seniors there's a lot of seniors out there that don't have family to support them or that are lonely. Find opportunities to get to know your senior neighbors and find opportunities to support them. When we get older, we need as much support as we can get. And so um, if, if you are younger, um, open that door to that senior. Maybe it's a family member and, and ask how you can support them. Many seniors won't bring up what kind of support they need unless they've been asked. This is clearly work that is uh, very close to home for you. Um, what would you say you have learned as a result of doing this work? I think the what I've learned is the value that people provide no matter what age that they are. We have this, these stereotypical views of, of people over 60 or 70 years old um, about their um, 
ability to contribute and to be part of the community. And those are, are really big misconceptions. People in their senior years have a lot of value to add. Um, it, it, it's not always maybe physical, but many, many people can remain working in the workplace as they get older and can contribute in that way. Um, many can, can teach others through reading programs or other programs with children. Um, so I, I've learned a lot about the value that seniors can provide uh, to the community and, and the value they have in our society. So you have this big transition uh, coming up, as you've mentioned, to Victory Park. Um, I'm curious, what are the goals for your agency with regard to that transition? Um, you know, could you kind of explain for our listeners what, what a win looks like for, uh, for aging partners? Yes. Um, well, w- with Victory Park, uh, the facility will be in a much better position to be able to serve um, all the people that, that need our services from one location. Previously, they would go to our health and fitness center, which would be separate from our senior center, which would be separate from our place where we provide financial counseling or casework. So it it caused many of our services to be inaccessible because people had to travel from one place to the other. So success for us means that you can come to our location and access the wealth of services we have from one site. We've also been concerned as, as uh, the city of Lincoln has expanded in the downtown area. It's, it's really exciting to see that expansion and growth, but the feel of the downtown has, is changing and uh, there's more parking issues, there are more challenges for handicapped persons to uh, navigate. And so success for us is that Victory Park is accessible. We'll have handicapped parking, accessibility to the facility within yards. So um, we'll be able to better serve people that have um, have uh, maybe, maybe are in chairs or in walkers. The bus service will come right up to the front door and drop people off or pick people up. We have two bus lines that go directly to Victory Park. So that's a, that will also be an added benefit. On site will be the Lancaster County Veterans Service Office, which provides veterans counseling, uh, assistance with veterans benefits. What a great location. I mean, it's, it's veterans would think that they can get those services on site at the VA uh, property and, and that will be provided. So having, but having them located with us allows both of us to collaborate and serve the same clients that we have. Randy, this sounds like just such an awesome opportunity for Lincoln, and I'm, I'm so excited for this launch to come down. And um, just in our last few minutes of Cause Collective Radio, we're talking with Randy Jones, the director from Aging Partners. Can you uh, tell listeners how they can connect with you if they want to provide a financial contribution, um, if they would like to, or if they need services, how can they connect with sure. you? Sure. Well, the best way is to connect to us uh, by telephone. They can set up appointments, come in and see us. And that number is 441-7070. We also have a website that's available through the city website, 
a lot of people don't know that we are a department of the city of Lincoln. So to access on this on the web, go to aging at lincoln.ne.gov and they'll be able to see, uh, uh, have access to us. I don't know what the Facebook page is, but we do have a Facebook page. So I think if you go into Facebook and put in aging partners, it probably will, will come up there. Our new location is going to be 600 South 70th Street. And uh, that that will be in the back side of the old VA property. So you do have to go behind that large building to get to us. But uh, I would invite everyone to come out and, and seek our services out there after May 1st. Excellent. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Randy, and sharing your experiences and the great work that your agency is doing with us and with our community. Thank you for listening to Cause Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD, Lincoln's Community Radio. For more information and to listen to this podcast, visit www.causecollectivelincoln.org. Tune in next week for another edition of Cause Collective Radio.